No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome back to Simply the Bible, the through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. When it came to numbering the people in Israel, the Lord was very particular about how it was to be done. Today, we're going to find out why. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Exodus chapter 30 on Simply the Bible. In our relationship with God, There are two parts. There's God's part and there's our part. We cannot do God's part, but he won't do our part. We hold these two truths in a kind of tension. Some people focus on one side, but neglect the other side. If you do that, then you will end up in doctrinal error. But when we believe in and receive God's part and then do our part, then we find a mutually satisfying relationship with God and we find ourselves walking in the truth. We pick it up in Exodus chapter 30, verse 11. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, When you take the census of the children of Israel for their number, then every man shall give a ransom for himself to the Lord when you number them, that there may be no plague among them when you number them. This is what everyone among them who are numbered shall give half a shekel according to the shekel of the sanctuary. A shekel is 20 geras. The half shekel shall be an offering to the Lord. Everyone included among those who are numbered from 20 years old and above shall give an offering to the Lord. The rich shall not give more and the poor shall not give less than half a shekel. When you give an offering to the Lord to make atonement for yourselves... And you shall take the atonement money of the children of Israel and shall appoint it for the service of the tabernacle of meeting, that it may be a memorial for the children of Israel before the Lord to make atonement for yourselves. God did not want the people to be numbered in just any way. He specified a unique method for numbering them. Each man would give half a shekel of silver, about a fifth of an ounce, as a ransom for himself. Silver was the medal of redemption. This would be another reminder that God had redeemed them from the bondage of Egypt. Rather than numbering the people, they would take the census by counting the money. The Lord told Moses to do it this way so that no plague would break out among the people. Now, in 1 Chronicles 21, We read that Satan moved against Israel by inciting David to number the people without doing it in this prescribed way. As a result, God sent a plague that killed 70,000 people. The problem is the motivation behind the numbering of the people. Is it for the glory of God or for the glory of man? Is it because of pride or genuine concern? Now, the money that was collected was used for the service of the tabernacle. Now, under the new covenant, we have been redeemed from the bondage of this world, not with silver, but with the blood of Jesus Christ. Peter writes in 1 Peter 1.18, Knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things, like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. 
Because Jesus purchased us with his own blood, we can rest assured that he will never let us go. I remember hearing a pastor one time talk about, of all the different names for Jesus, his favorite name for Jesus was Redeemer. Because of the way he redeems the worst part of us and our worst mistakes. Verse 17, Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, You shall also make a laver of bronze, with its base also of bronze for washing. You shall put it between the tabernacle of meeting and the altar, and you shall put water in it, for Aaron and his sons shall wash their hands and their feet in water from it. When they go into the tabernacle of meeting or when they come near the altar to minister, to burn an offering made by fire to the Lord, they shall wash with water, lest they die. So they shall wash their hands and their feet lest they die, and it shall be a statute forever to them, to him and his descendants throughout their generations. Now, the laver was a large basin used by the priests for washing before and after they served at the altar or in the sanctuary. And it was bronze because bronze is the metal of judgment. So immediately it speaks of sin being judged. Now, when you entered the court of the tabernacle, the first thing that you would see would be the bronze altar where sacrifices were made. And then the second thing you would see would be the bronze laver. Now, sins were atoned for at the altar by the shedding of blood, which was required for the remission of sins. But as the priests ministered in the tabernacle, their hands and their feet would get dirty. Therefore, they needed to wash them with the water in the laver. They would not dirty the water in the laver by putting their hands and feet in it. Rather, the clean water would be poured out over their hands and feet, and in this way, they would wash. Now, this would be a constant reminder that they were involved in holy work, and they couldn't dirty it up. They needed to do their part to make themselves clean. It's interesting because God would sanctify them and set them apart. God would provide the, the sin offering for Aaron and his sons, but here was something that they had to do. As they just periodically got dirty in the ordinary course of their labors, they would have to do this part, the washings. It is interesting that the bronze for the labor would come from the mirrors of the women. They did not have mirrors as we have them today. Their mirrors were made from polished bronze. So when Moses received the offerings for the tabernacle, the women donated their mirrors. Now in the New Testament, the word of God is compared to a mirror because we look into the mirror of God's word and it reflects back to us what we really look like. Therefore, there is an indirect connection between the bronze labor and the word of God. Why is that significant to us? Because even though we have been cleansed and forgiven by the blood of Christ shed for us on the cross, even though God saved us from our sins and has made us a new creation in Christ, believers still sin. I know that might seem shocking to you, but it's true. We still dirty our hands, our feet, our eyes, our ears, and our mouth, especially our mouth. Even our thoughts can get dirty. We can wake up in a bad mood and snap at the people that we love. In the upper room, Jesus took a basin of water and girded himself with a towel. And then he began to wash his disciples' feet. But when he came to Peter, Peter said, You shall never wash my feet. And Jesus answered him, 
If I do not wash you, you have no part of me. Simon Peter said, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. And Jesus said, well, he who is bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean. Peter was already clean, but his feet still needed to be washed. And likewise, we who trust in Jesus Christ, we've been cleansed by his blood, but our feet still need to be clean. In other words, we still get polluted by just walking in this world. We need the daily cleansing of the washing with water by the word of God. And that is the only way we can be prepared for our holy service as a royal priesthood. So how often did the priests need to be washed at the labor? <laughs> as often as they got dirty. How often do we need to be cleansed by the blood of Jesus and the washing of water by the word? As often as we get soiled by sin. But the promise we have is in 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The Holy Spirit convicts us of sin by the word of God, but it is up to us to confess, that is, agree with God concerning our sins. In this way, we are daily washed and fit for service. Verse 22. Moreover, the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Also take for yourself quality spices, 500 shekels of liquid myrrh, 12 and a half pounds, half as much sweet-smelling cinnamon, 250 shekels, that's six and a quarter pounds, 250 shekels of sweet-smelling cane, 500 shekels of cassia, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, and a hin, or a gallon, of olive oil. And you shall make from these a holy anointing oil, an ointment compounded according to the art of the perfumer. It shall be a holy anointing oil. This was a special fragrant anointing oil that was used to anoint the furnishings of the tabernacle as well as the priests. Oil in the scripture always speaks of the Holy Spirit. Those who are filled with the Spirit are sweet and fragrant. Consider Jesus. He was the anointed one, the Christ. To him, the Spirit was given without measure. And look at how sweet his character was. Everywhere he went, great crowds were attracted to him. There is never any record of Jesus being in a bad mood or waking up on the wrong side of the bed. And yet, his sweetness was not weakness. He made a whip and drove out the money-hungry merchants out of the temple. Verse 26, with it you shall anoint the tabernacle of meeting and the ark of the testimony, the table and all its utensils, the lampstand and its utensils, and the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offering with all its utensils, and the laver and its base. You shall consecrate them that they may be most holy. Whatever touches them must be holy. And you shall anoint Aaron and his sons and consecrate them that they may minister to me as priests. Anointing these furnishings prepared them for use. It consecrated or set them apart so that they were most holy. And the same was true of the priests. And the same is true of you and me. If we're going to be set apart for the Lord's work, if we're going to be useful to God, then we must be anointed and filled with the Holy Spirit. That is where the sweetness comes from. Without it, then we will find ourselves grumpily serving. We will find ourselves complaining that Ministry would be fine if it wasn't for people. When I get grouchy or short-tempered, when I get like a snapping turtle, 
then I know it's time for me to have some face time with Jesus, to meditate on his word, confess my sins, and ask the Lord to fill me again with his spirit. He's so gracious to do that. But it is only by doing this and abiding in the presence of the Holy Spirit that I am fit to minister to the Lord. Verse 31, and you shall speak to the children of Israel saying, this shall be a holy anointing oil to me throughout your generations. It shall not be poured on man's flesh, nor shall you make any other like it according to its composition. It is holy and it shall be holy to you. Whoever compounds any like it or whoever puts any of it on an outsider shall be cut off from his people. It wasn't to be poured out on man's flesh because the spirit and the flesh don't mix. Paul tells us in Galatians that the spirit and the flesh are opposed to each other so that you don't do the good things that you want to do. They weren't to make this recipe of anointing oil for any other purpose or put it on any outsider. If they did, they would be cut off from their people. The gift of the Holy Spirit and his anointing is not to be used for our own selfish purposes, but only for the true service of the Lord. And so we see God's part in sanctifying us and doing the part that we could never do for ourselves. But then there's our part that we do by the daily cleansing of the Word of God, by confessing our sins, and by walking in the Spirit. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. They meet Sunday mornings at 1030 at Pepperidge Elementary School in Boise. Also, to listen to any of Pastor Daryl's teachings or to find out more about the church, go to their website at calvarytv.org. We'd really love to hear from you. You can also text WELCOME to 208-314-3377. That's 208-314-3377. Tomorrow we'll see that even though the things that were made for the tabernacle were important, so were the people who made them. We hope you'll join us as we continue through Exodus on Simply the Bible. Simply the Bible.